This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Our current national tobacco control strategy is set to expire in March of next year. And in the meantime, the federal government is looking at ways to reduce the use of tobacco. One of those could be raising the legal age to 21 and also banning smoking inside condos and apartment buildings. Neil Collishaw, Research Director of Physicians for Smoke-Free Canada, joins us today. Hello, Mr. Collishaw. Hello, how are you today in Calgary? Doing really well. In this recent discussion paper from Health Canada, it says the government wants to see smoking reduced to less than 5% of our population by 2035. Where are we sitting right now? Well, right now we're at around, uh, I think it's around 18%, 5.4 million smokers. And I should say uh, that that really hasn't changed much in 50 years. In the mid-1960s, we had 6 million smokers. In the 70s, that went up to 7 million smokers. And now we're down to 5.4 million. So we've reduced it by about half a million over 50 years. One of the ways the government wants to reduce the use of tobacco is by raising the age to 21. Is that really effective? I'm always concerned when you raise the age, you're just going to have young kids trying to figure out a way to get it another way. That is a danger. Uh, But what has been noticed when it's been done is even though people still get cigarettes below the uh, legal age, uh, the age at which they start trying goes up. I wonder, though, how this will play, especially as we move towards legalizing marijuana and the federal government, it appears, is hinting that it will be in line with what provinces allow currently when it comes to alcohol use. So that varies from province to province. So do you think that's also important that you would have to have that in line? I think you do have to uh, consider uh, how we're going to line up our policies with respect to alcohol, tobacco, marijuana, and now new vaping products, which the government is proposing to make uh, make legal. So I think, yes, we, we do have to think about how those are going to line up. Either they should all be the same, or if they're different, uh, there should be good, good uh, rationales for, for making them different. And, and of course, we would favor them all being uh, being raised to 21. I'm glad you mentioned e-cigarettes. What is Physicians for a Smoke-Free Canada's stand when it comes to e-cigarettes being used as a, an alternative of tobacco cigarettes? Well, we think there is, uh, there is potential here for harm reduction, but where there's potential, there's also danger. When we do make them legal, and the government has a bill right now in the Senate to do that, We should do it uh, carefully and cautiously so that we don't create more problems than we solve. And then we have potential to create more problems than we solve if these things get in the hands of people who never smoked or people who used to smoke but don't smoke anymore or uh, smokers who uh, do try them out but end up being dual users, smoking both regular cigarettes and e-cigarettes. Nevertheless, if they were just used by smoke, current smokers as a way of reducing their hazard or as a, a step along the road to quitting smoking, uh, then, then hazard should be reduced. 
But in the other circumstances, we, we run the risk of making the problems, the public health problem worse, not better. Finally, the suggestion of banning smoking on college campuses, I guess, but inside condos or apartment buildings, how would a government be able to stop what I do in my own residence? Well, first of all, we should say that uh, such bans are going on right now, not as a government initiative, but by the people who live in such buildings. Uh, Many condominiums across the country are voting uh, through their condominium boards to make the whole building smoke-free. When new rental buildings are built, they're often uh, made smoke-free. Public housing authorities uh, often say that their uh, the the buildings under their their jurisdiction will be smoke free, uh, and I think it's important to look at it another way too. Uh, one might talk about the rights of of smokers to smoke in their own homes, but in the case of a multi-unit dwelling, uh, the air is all shared, and you have to figure out ways of how people are going to live together in the same closed space and. Uh, Surely the people who don't smoke have the right to be protected from from uh, tobacco smoke, too. So uh, personally, and, and speaking for Physicians for a Smoke-Free Canada, we think it's the latter that, sh- that should prevail. In the meantime, while the government debates it quietly across the country, people are making those buildings smoke-free anyway, and good for them. You don't need the government for everything. Uh, Neil, thanks so much for your time. Okay, you're very welcome. Neil Collishaw, Research Director of Physicians for a Smoke-Free Canada. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott, weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.